Good morning and welcome to Just Jess Podcast Morning Motivation, the bite-sized show that covers one topic in depth, where we will explore mindsets, motivation, success, love, and laughter. You're only one podcast away from a better you. Good morning. Good morning, you guys, and welcome back to the Just Just Podcast. I am your host, Miss Jessica Fagans, also known as John Chief Fabia, and better known as Just Just. Guys, it is Thursday, and we are halfway there. We are almost done with this week, and it seems like it has been forever. <laughs> it is taking so long for Friday to get here and I's tired. Do you understand me? Um, but thank you so much again for joining me this morning. And I promise you, we will get through uh, this thing that we call life together. He never, ever, 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 ever told us that the world that we live in would be easy. I don't know where we get that from. I don't know why we think that life is supposed to be easy. It's not. I enjoy the fact that I'm able to go through life. I'm, I'm, I'm happy at the fact that I'm living to be able to go through life. Let me say it like that. <laughs> but he never did. And, and because he did not say that, we will get through the trials and the tribulations of what this world has caused us to, to um, live in, right? Um, because it wasn't always like this, right? <laughs> but again, uh, stick by my side and I got you. We got each other. Um, listen, you can catch me weekdays. I start exactly at 5 a.m. Uh, I am on major outlets. I have Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, Amazon Music, TuneIn Alexa, Kindle, SoundCloud. Um, I also have a website. It is www.justjust.com. And I also have a social media. It is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You guys continue to do what you're doing. You're doing a darn thing. Continue to like uh, and subscribe and tell everybody about my podcast. And so um, today is Thursday uh, and I am still hoarse. <laughs> Sounding like a whole um, man up in this uh on this podcast, but nevertheless, I'm I'm just grateful um, that I'm able to be here with you guys. Y'all, excuse me, I'm trying to move my mic around, um, but I'm still hoarse, sounding like a darn ee horse. <laughs> I've always had a husky. Uh, uh, y'all remember the husky jeans? <laughs> that they do they still sell those? I don't know because my children are grown and I don't buy. Uh, my grandchildren jeans, I buy them, you know, other stuff, but do they still um, sell husky uh, jeans? <laughs> I remember I'm going to, going uh, to my kids going to school and I would go get them some jeans. And I remember my son saying, why we got to get the husky? <laughs> because that's what your mama money can um, afford. Not be quiet. <laughs> but yes, um, my voice is sounding like a husky like i don't know uh, what's going on i know i eventually got to get me some more microphones microphones don't last long either um uh, but yeah my voice is just so um raspy i don't know i've been drinking my chai tea and i've been doing the lemon and the um, agave i don't do honey um um, I do the agave, uh, but it's not working. It is not working. And I'm starting to get mad um, and I'm starting to get irritated because uh, my job is is 99.9% talking uh, to people about 
their health, right? And so it's like the little old ladies, you know, older people don't have a, a, a cap on their mouth. <laughs> they say exactly what they want to say and what they are feeling, right? And so the little lady said to me, she said, um, why do you sound like that? You sound like an old man. And ooh, I had to say, Lord, please guard my tongue. I said, I lost my voice. Even when you lose your voice, you're not supposed to sound like that. Oh, my God. People just don't care what come out their mouth. <laughs> they do not care. But nonetheless, um, I guess it will heal uh, when it gets ready to heal. Right. I, I can't force it to to change or, or get better. But uh, again, you guys, I appreciate you being here and uh, uh, being a part of my um, uh, my my show. I thank you so much um, because um, for the faithful few that are riding with me, um, I have learned now how to see. Um, I'm I'm learning how to see who is there and I'm learning who is listening and I'm learning who is, um, being, you know, uh, uh, what's the word they are being involved in what I have going on. And that does me so good. It does my mind good because y'all know I suffer from so many different things. And let me say this, um, before I get into, um, affirmations and everything else, let me say something, any and everything that I do bring, I am not claiming anything, okay? Um, I know a lot of people say, well, why are you claiming it? Don't claim it. I'm not claiming it. When when I bring you guys things, I'm bringing you things that I either am going through or that I have gone through. And so my podcast is motivation. So this motivational um, podcast is helping me get through the isms, if I can call them that. It's helping me get through the things that I have gone through or the things that I am going through now. So I don't want you guys to think that I am still basking in the things that are going on or that have gone on in my life. No, I'm just bringing you things unadulterated that has happened in my life or that is happening to me because I am ever evolving. I am learning. I am growing. And as I grow, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not ashamed to let you guys know that's why my show it's a freestyle type show like I have show notes and everything written down and y'all see I mess up I stutter I mean everything is just not it's not branded right it's free will on my show and I don't mind being transparent with you guys because I don't want to listen to nobody that's not real and I'm coming the, the best way that I can. And so I know a lot of people will say, well, you don't need to claim this and you need to pray. Okay. Again, I'm not claiming anything. I'm just giving my podcast listeners um, some of what I am going through and what I have gone through and how I've come out and how I am uh, forever evolving. So I just wanted to put that out there because um it's just the thing about it is people are again so um in their ways. Let me just say that because I'm I'm gonna stop saying um things that I, I don't want to offend people. But everybody don't think alike. Let me say that. You may see a beautiful red rose. Okay, let me take that back because I don't know if you think it's beautiful. So you may see a flower, unless if we have to use a type of flower, let's use a rose. 
you and I are standing in the street and we both see this rose. Okay. In my eyesight, it's a beautiful red rose, right? Because that's what I see. But you may look at it and say, oh, it's not beautiful. It's damaged. It's this, it's that. And I don't even see the red in it. Okay. But I can't tell you not to see what I see. You, you understand what I'm trying to tell you guys? So what I see and what I see out my eyes is for me. And what you see out your eyes is for you. Right. And so we, but we will always have a difference of opinion and we will always see things differently. I may not, might not always see it the way that you see it. And you definitely probably won't ever see it the way that I see it because of who I am. And that's okay. But we have to understand that everybody is made different. Okay. Everybody, we are made totally different. And we have to understand that we can't make people have our visions or feel the way that we feel. God didn't make us to be together like that. He made you when you, unless you are a twin, like my sister has twins. I can, I, I can imagine my niece and my nephew, how they probably are in tune with every, with each other. Because they were in the womb for nine months together. They've been, they're being raised together. So I'm quite sure she finishes his statement, uh, uh, statement and he finishes hers as well. Because they were born that way. If I wasn't born with you, then why are you getting mad at me? Because I'm seeing something a different way. I'm just trying to help somebody this morning. If I'm not, and if I'm not helping you, I'm, help, I'm helping myself. <laughs> but I just want to put that out there. So we just got to be careful on how we say and see things. And I'm talking to myself as well. I know exactly what I'm saying when I come to my podcast. I know exactly what I'm doing because it's my podcast. That's number one. And I'm not saying that to be vain, um, but I know exactly what I'm doing. I know how I'm coming out my mouth. I know exactly how I want it to sound or look because I need people to know, hey, I'm not there yet. I am still a mess. I am still jacked up. I am still trying to make it to see what the end is going to be. Even, even if I look like I have it together, together, trust me. I know nobody has it together. And if they have it together, then they need to teach me on how to, to get it together. And so until I'm able to see what my end is going to be, I'm okay being this way and being translucent with you guys to allow you guys to see my, my F ups, my mess ups. <laughs> I forgot. Um, it's not a, a cursing show, but for you to see my mess ups, for you to see um, how I may not do things right. I may not sound right. I may not do this. I may not do that. And it's okay because we still, uh, making it. We still trying to make it. We're, we're still trying to do something. My honey told me the other night or uh, the other morning, she said, you got to stop worrying about the mistakes. If if, if that's going to be the, the case for your show, then you definitely need to hire somebody that can have you on, on tune and on beat with everything because you're, you're giving these people who you are. The show should be entitled just unadulterated. <laughs> Excuse me. Because that's what I'm doing. I'm just being me. And with that being said, I thank 
I'm thankful for the ones who are sticking in here with me, even in my mess ups and my junk ups and everything ups that's not right. <laughs> and we're going to get it. That's why I say that every morning. We're getting through this life. Uh, maybe I need to change it. No more. We gonna try. We are going to get through this life. We getting through it. We are getting through what um, most people are not able to get through. We're getting through life. Life happens. And I, I love the life that I am in right now because I'm able to see me. I can't see nobody but me. All right, you guys, enough of that. I didn't come on here to say that, but sometimes, you know, you just have to go off off script or what you're supposed to be saying. And I just wanted to put that out there in the atmosphere. All right, you guys. So today we're going to go ahead and get started on um, my affirmation. It's affirmation time. And, and again, I apologize for my voice. I know I sound rough. I uh, just don't hold it to my heart. Um, but we're going to go right into my affirmations. I do have my drink, my chai tea. Uh, I have my mirror and I'm ready. I'm ready to get this uh this topic up. I'm ready to talk about this topic today. So affirmation, affirmation time, a affirmation time, a affirmation time. So you'll never know how I bring that. Y'all heard me say, (laughs) you just will never know with me, child. I'm a whole mess. (laughs) But anyway, here we go with affirmation time. I welcome change. And see it as a positive shift in my life. (laughs) That has me smiling. um, Because I just said that to you guys. I welcome change. And I see it as a positive shift in my little old life. You're only as strong as your weakest member. You're only as positive as your most negative friend. Let me say that again. You're only as strong as your weakest member. And you're only as positive as your most negative friend. That came from none other than my girl, Miss uh, Kelly, but it's Kelandria. I think it's Kelandria Trine Rowland. Y'all tell me how that's spelled. K, uh, pronounced K-E-L-E-N-D-R-I-A. Calandria, Kelandria, or Calandria Trine Rowland. <laughs> she is an American singer. She's a songwriter. She's an actress and a television personality. Uh, she rose to fame in the late 1990s as a member of Destiny's Child. We all love Destiny's Child. Uh, she was one of the world, they were one of the world's, uh, one of the uh, world's best-selling girl groups of all time. They were, and I think they still are. I think they still getting um, uh, royalty checks for, from all them songs. And I don't even know how many albums uh, that they did as a group. Um, but she herself, um, she has albums that does include um, Simply Deep, here I am, take a good game, and Miss Kelly. This girl also has movies, right? Um, such as Merry Little Christmas, <laughs> Bad Hair, Chasing Destiny, and my favorite. I loved her in this movie, which they didn't have enough of her enough for me. Um, but she played in Freddy vs. Jason. She was Kia Watterson, and she said, But you're always drinking. Remember that scene? Um, but yeah, she is um 
She is the bomb.com. And she said it. You're only as strong um, as your weakest member. You're only as positive as your most negative friend. And that brings me to my topic. Um, and I know you're wondering, well, why Kelly Rowland today? Uh, the reason I chose Kelly Rowland today, because she um, suffers with this um, topic. Um, and the topic cl clearly says, why am I so OCD? And she is uh, a star, an actress, a song, a songstress who suffers from OCD. OCD is an anxiety disorder that is characterized by uh, reoccurring uh, obsessions or compulsions um, or both that cause significant distress. Uh, they are time consuming or they may interfere with normal daily functioning and they are recognized by the individual who is affected as excessive or unreasonable um, or, or issues. And they they abbreviated it as OCD, but it is the word is obsess, obsessive compulsive disorder. Let me say that again. Obsess, obsessive, get my words right, compulsive disorder. OCD. Now, what is OCD? What is obsessive uh, compulsive disorder? It's normal. It's on occasion to go back and double check that the iron is unplugged, <laughs> Jessica, or worried that you might be contaminated by germs, Jessica, or even have an, an occasional unpleasant, violent thought, Jessica. But if you suffer from obsessive compulsive disorder, which is considered OCD. So what I'm, I'm going to start saying OCD instead of the whole word, break it down. Um, if you suffer from OCD, um, that means you have obsessive thoughts and compulsive behaviors be, that become so consuming that they start to interfere with your daily life. And remember, I tell you guys, I am OCD. So I kept saying that I was OCD. And so what happened was um, I was at work and I changed my my stuff around and and I just had did my um my little area and I changed it around again and I said to myself I gotta stop being this way and someone asked me where they say are you OCD and I'm like huh and it's like you seem a little OCD and so I came home and I looked up what it was I know I always said that I was but I really never looked at it to see what it actually meant so OCD is an anxiety disorder y'all it is an anxiety disorder that is characterized by uncontrollable, unwanted thoughts and ritualizations. It's repetitive behaviors that you feel and you, that you are compelled to perform. If you have OCD, you probably uh, probably recognize that your obsessive thoughts and compulsive behaviors are irrational. But, okay, it's always a but. Didn't I tell y'all that? Even so, you may feel, okay, Jessica, unable to resist them. And it is so hard for you to be able to break free of them. It's like a needle. Remember the needles? I don't even know if they sew like that anymore. But my mama used to get a needle and thread. And, you know, she put a little string in her mouth. Good morning, ma. She would get the little string and put it in her mouth. And, you know, they used to make the little needle eye so goddamn little. Why they made that hole so small when people couldn't put the child? I know you lying. But it's like, you know, when she used to thread it, she would put the little string in her mouth. And then she would stick it through and pull it out. And then she would uh, start sewing. But sometimes she would drop it. Woo, dropping like a needle getting stuck. 
in the ground and you can't even see it. And instead of you, listen to me, instead of you letting, letting it go, you get down on all hands and knees and you rub and you will not leave that spot until you find that needle. Now, for many reasons, you're going to try to find a needle because you don't want it to stick in your foot, right? I have dropped a needle on, on the table and still could not find it. Now, you judge your situation and stay out my business. But I'm just being honest with you. It's almost like another needle, like the, uh, the, the remember the record player? <laughs> remember, they're bringing them back now, though. The needle getting stuck on, on an old record, record player. OCD causes the brain, y'all, to get stuck, okay? The brain is stuck. It's stuck. I'm going to say it one more time. The brain is stuck, and it's stuck on a particular thought, okay? Y'all stay with me. I'm going to take you somewhere, or urge. (laughs) I'm talking to myself this morning, giving you an example. You may check the stove 20 times to make sure it's really turned off before because you are terrified of burning down your house. Now, how many hands went up? If you going back to check your stove 20 times a day, you, my friend, are OCD. Okay, you're stuck because that's in your mind. I'm going to give you another one. Or if you are somebody, Jessica, who washes your hands <laughs> until they're scrubbed raw, For the fear of germs, you, my friend, are OCD. Now, let me put a little fork in the road. In my bathroom, you're just not going to find soap. (laughs) You are going to find scrub. I have hand scrub. So when you go and use my bathroom, and that's very rare because I don't have people sit. I don't like people sitting on my toilet. I don't know where you're behind me. You can't sit on my toilet. Use the bathroom at your house. Why you come here and want to pee in my mama voice? My mama quick about that. Why are you waiting to get over here to use my bathroom? I understand it now, ma. But in my bathroom, there is a scrub that you have to scrub your hands and it lathers, but you put that little, got the little spoon or whatever, uh, the little uh, thing to, to pull, uh, the, get it out. You put it in your hand. And you scrub your hands, and then you take a little bit of the uh, the uh, soap, the pump soap, and you lather up, and you scrub, and you scrub, and you scrub, and you scrub, and you scrub. Not only do I have that, I have um, disinfectant wipes that when you get up off my toilet, you wipe your that toilet with those disinfectant wipes. And then I have a little on the back of my toilet, I have little smell goods like you may not be so fresh. We have the little odor aroma that you put in the toilet. Uh, we have uh, deodorant, whatever you, you know you need to get yourself spiffy while you're in the bathroom. Now, I, I know I'm OCD, but that is what I'm trying to get, get, get you to understand. If you're doing that, if you are doing what I just said, my friend, you are OCD. Now, while you don't derive any sense of pleasure from performing these repetitive behaviors, I don't do it on purpose. It's just something that's in me. They may offer some passing relief for uh, people like me that have anxiety, especially anxiety, anxiety that is generated by the obsessive thoughts that I have constantly um, in my head, that I'm learning more and more on how to control them. You may try to avoid situations sometimes, um, especially the ones that trigger or worsen um, your symptoms, especially self 
uh, things that, you know, that you are when you're by yourself and you see yourself doing it. Okay. Um, some people self-medicate with alcohol or drugs just to get that thought out of their head or get that thought that stuck. Remember I said stuck, stuck. They are trying to get it out of their head, but while it can seem like there's no escaping, right? There's no escaping your obsessions and your compulsions. I've tried it. There's no way that I've been able to do it, but there are plenty of things that you can do, my friends, to break free. I am free. Praise the Lord. I'm free. Yes, let's break free of unwanted thoughts and irrational urges. And what we have to do, because I keep telling y'all, we're going to get through this thing called life together. We have to regain control of our thoughts. And not only do we regain our the control of our thoughts, we are going to regain the thoughts and our actions. Actions. Okay. Now, OCD obsessions and compulsions. That is something that is uh considered a category uh which go- comes up underneath uh OCD, obsessions and compulsions. Okay. So obsessions are involuntary thoughts. They are images or impulses that occur over and over and over and over again in our mind. This is obsessions. Okay. You don't want to have these ideas, but you can't stop thinking about them. Okay. Now, listen, unfortunately, these obsessive thoughts are often disturbing and distracting. Uh, and I, I didn't do my research on, on this, on what I'm getting ready to say, but that's why you have serial killers. That's why you have people that do all types of things that they should not be doing. This is where this comes in from. They have an obsession, right, that is with thoughts, images, or impulses that occur over and over and over again in their mind, all right? The next one is compulsions. I told you the first one is obsessions. The second one is compulsions. These are behaviors or rituals. Listen, today's talking about rituals. <laughs> that you feel driven to act out again and again on. Now, usually now, compulsions are, compulsions are performed in an attempt to make obsessions go away. But for rituals, right? Let, let me say this. Let me give you an example. If you are afraid of contamination, I just talked about that with my bathroom, then you might develop a, a, an, elaborate, uh, an elaborate way of cleaning. Like I have a certain way of cleaning. I have a certain way of how I want my house to smell. I have a certain way of how I need the carpet to look. I have a certain way on how I want my pillows to look. I have a certain way of cleaning. It's a cleaning ritual. However, now the relief never lasts. In fact, with my obsessive thoughts with cleaning, usually comes back even stronger because in my mind, I have cleaned my house top to bottom, but I feel like something else was missed. And I'll sit in the room. Now I'm just being honest with y'all. I will sit in my room in a clean house and I'll say, oh, I think I didn't get this good enough. 
I'll come back out and I'll look at my floor. Now I don't cleaned it on my hands and knees. I'll go back over it again. It's, 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 it's real. It's real. It never lasts. Even though I cleaned my house, the relief never lasts. It is an obsessive thought that comes back even stronger. And the compulsive ritual, because that's all it is, and my behaviors when I do that often end up causing me just anxiety. And because it's causing me anxiety, it becomes so time-consuming and demanding on my health. Because I'm worrying about something that you might say or see as so minute. And you probably come in my house and say, girl, your house ain't dirty. But in my mind, I see the dirt. I see the, the dust buddies. I see all that stuff. And you may not. I would. There was a time I would not allow nobody in my house because I thought my house was not clean enough. I'm getting better. I am getting much, much better right? My oldest daughter, good morning, Marge, suffers from what I suffer from when it comes to cleaning. She gets off of work and there has not been a time I've been to her house and it's not been clean. She gets off work. I can call her and say, what you doing? Oh, I'm getting ready to clean. I'll call her midday. What you doing? Oh, we get ready to clean. I'll call at night. What you doing? Oh, I'm going to put these kids to bed and clean. At one point was your house dirty? I just told you it's back to back to back to back to back consuming. It is called an OCD cycle. Okay. Cycle. That word just keeps coming back. Cycle. Jonathan McReynolds keeps telling us cycles. We got to break these cycles. Most people with OCD fall into one of the following categories. And I'm going to give you these categories. And I was so shocked uh, when I did my research because I was like, oh my God. I never knew this all my life. I never knew that this is what I was dealing with. The the first one um, is called washers. W-A-S-H-E-R-S, washers. These are people who are afraid of contamination. I just talked about that. Don't you, t- don't you put your behind on my, t- ooh, I can't, let me tell you something. I buy paper products because I don't want people lips on my glass. I buy paper products because I don't want people mouth on my silverware. Um, I buy, I buy paper towels because I don't want you to touch my towels. Um, I mean, it's just, and I'm not bragging about this cause it's nothing to brag about. It's, it's an illness. Um, I'm, I'm just that way. I'm, I'm a washer. I'm afraid of contamination and it is killing me because I'm seeing it as I get older, I'm getting worse with it. And I'm trying to break that cycle. Um, the next, so that was washers. The next word was checkers. Uh, these are the people that repeat or repeatedly check things, oven turned off, door locked, etc. That um that they associate with harm or danger. That's me. I will tell Pat 10, 20 times. Did you check the door? Did you make sure the door is locked? Uh, my daughter, Diamond, did you check check the door? Did you lock the door? Did you make sure the car? I will get up in the middle of the night just to look to make sure the lock is on the door. I I, I that that checker. I'ma just leave it there. I'm a checker. So again, it's washers who are afraid of contamination and then checkers who repeatedly check things. Then you got your doubters. <laughs> I'm going to put two, le- uh, two legs out and two arms up. Doubters and sinners are afraid that if everything isn't perfect or done just right, something terrible will happen or they will be punished. 
Did anybody pull over and do a shout? <laughs> this is me. This is me. I am planning a wedding and this wedding is about to drive us crazy. And we just started because I need everything to be right. And I'm so worried that things are not going to go right. Like I need everything to go right. And I really need to find somebody that can be uh, an accountability partner for me to help me through this because I don't want this wedding to take me out. Lord have mercy on me. But doubters and sinners these are people who are afraid if everything isn't perfect jessica or done just right jessica something terrible will happen or they will be punished my lord my lord the next one is counters <laughs> and arrangers these are people who are, are are obsessed with order and symmetry they may have superstitions about certain numbers colors or arrangements. Now, let me put a little fork and a spoon and a uh, a, a skillet on the on the on the on the on the road. <laughs> now, I grew up, and I don't know where I got this from, but I grew up. I don't know where I got this from. God, I gotta remember where I get this from. But when I was little, I was told not to split the uh, pole. <laughs> So you can be walking with your friends like we used to walk home from school and you you're supposed to stay together. You're, if, if a pole came, you weren't supposed to split that pole. They say if you split that pole, you was going to have bad luck. All right. So that that's when we were little, you know, that's superstitious or whatever. So moving forward, fast forward to my grown life. Do y'all know I still do that with my honey and I'll make her go. But I said, you just split that pole. You just split that pole. You got to go back. And then, and then if she don't go back, I'm going back. I'm like, mm -mm, mm -mm. I'll go back. And I'll go around. I said, we can't split the pole. Another one. If we see a cat. <laughs> a black cat. Y'all already don't act like y'all don't do the same thing. Now, what I used to do when I saw the black cat, I used to do the uh, cross, uh, put the the, uh, the sign on the window on the on my on my um, front window with the plus sign, Lord please, and then I start saying a prayer. Let me tell y'all what I do now, Lord, and don't and listen, y'all judge y'all situation because I know y'all still do it. If if a black cat walk in front of me and I'm driving, do you know I will stop, turn around, and go a different. <laughs> I will go a different way. And I did that one day. And my honey said, what in the everlasting hell are you doing? I said, did you see the cat? She said, but babe, I said, mm-mm, mm-mm, turning this car back around. I turned that car around. I did a U-turn in the middle of the street. And I went the opposite way. Yes. That's who I am. Counters and arrangers who are obsessed with order. I am obsessed with order. Uh, they may have superstitions. I, I have superstitions about a lot of things, not a certain things, but a lot of things, numbers, colors, and arrangements. There's a certain way, uh, way that I go home. And my honey, I tell you, uh, when we get ready to go home and we come down, we may be coming down Belva Road. And she likes to turn off on Nova Road. And I say, no, you can't. And she's like, why? I, you just can't. And I would never tell her for the long time, for the longest. No, you just can't. You just can't. It's, it's my OCD. It's the fact that I don't want to go that way because of the numbers and the way that the road is made. I know it's crazy, but that's just who I am. And so now her and my children, they know when I'm in the car, 
we got to turn on Bevel Road or we got to keep straight down Bevel because mama can't go down Nova. No, I, I don't go to, I, I very seldom go down Nova Road. <laughs> I very seldom go down Nova Road. And if I go down Nova Road, I'm not driving. All right, let me go on to the next thing. So, um, so that was um, counters and arrangers. So let me give them to you again. They are, these are what we call the cycles. These are people with OCD that fall into different categories. So we got the washers. We got the checkers, we got the doubters and the sinners, and we got the counters and the arrangers, okay? So we got another one, all right? This one, I don't know if I'm this, um, I think I'm getting to this and I don't like it. Um, and I was just talking to my honey about it the other day. And she, I think she is, she is this. And she said, well, you're not as bad as me. So they have what we, because uh, remember I said we have OCD cycle, now we have OCD hoarding. You know, you ever saw the TV show Hoarders? Ooh, let me tell y'all something. Now, you can be a clean hoarder or you can be a nasty hoarder. And what I see on TV, those be nasty. That's for me, it's not like they hoard it. It's for me, it's like they just don't want to clean their damn house. I'm just going to be honest. That just look like feel. You just ain't you just ain't feel like getting up and cleaning that goddamn house. That's why that house look like that. And you want to call it a hoard. <laughs> that th those are two different things. But anyway, OCD and hoarding. Hoarding is used to be uh is used to be considered a category of OCD. While estimates suggest that up to twenty five percent of people with OCD experience compulsive hoarding and it can also be a sign of separate condition uh hoarding disorder now my honey okay y'all know she work at nike part-time okay i'm putting her business out there let me do a little commercial break my honey come home all the time with bags okay because she get a discount she get that stuff dirt cheap at nike so sometimes she may come home about four or five pairs of shoes and they get with these big, gigantic Nike bags, all right? Do y'all know that this girl hoards the bags? Not only those bags. I bought her something from Gucci. She hoarded that bag. I bought her something from uh, uh, Louis Vuitton. She hoarded that bag. I bought her something from Coach. She hoarded that bag. So the other day, I was looking for something. Remember I told y'all we lost the remote and I had to find the remote? Well, I looked up under the bed to see if, you know, and that's what, why we as black people push all the stuff up under the bed? I need to talk about that because my mama wouldn't let me do that for nothing in the world. But anyway, I looked under the bed and all I saw was bags. And I'm like, what in God's name is going on on her side? of the bed she will push everything on she put all those nike bags all the bag whatever i buy her as a gift whatever she buys as a gift if if, if i just buy something for myself and she said oh give me that bag i'm putting that bag up she is a hoarder of bags and we talked about that she talking about yeah i got to do better she is a hoarder of, of shoes we are a hoarder of clothes we have stuff in here we've been together six years and out of six years we can count the stuff that we've given to people and we still have stuff in here that we are not willing to let go of hoarding we are hoarding whores <laughs> so hoarding um is considered an ocdism 
it's up under that that title it can also be a sign of separate condition hoarding disorder that you don't want to separate from certain things certain shoes or certain situations like right now i have my grandmother's hat we had uh when she passed away she was a hat person grandmama loved hats and y'all should have seen the hats when we got ready we could choose what hat and it was a lot of us we could choose which hat we wanted to wear to her her um home going service and she still had hats grandma was known as the hat lady of shallow y'all understand me so the next one we're talking about is ocd uh related hoarders uh no let me go back to hoarders hoarders tend not to accumulate so many possessions that their homes become unmanageable but hoarding for them is usually unwelcome and distressing a way to manage intrusive thoughts okay this is called ocd related hoarders right related to hoarders it's not hoarders but it's related to hoarders they tend not to accumulate so many possessions uh, that their homes become unmanageable but hoarding for them is usually unwelcome and distressing a way to manage intrusive thoughts so so someone with hoarding disorder on the other hand that experiences like i told you like my honey both positive and negative emotions this is an acquiring possession that provides pleasure rather than simply satisfying an, an, a compulsion like my compulsions um and they um they start being surrounded by their things that provides them comfort i don't know if if nike bags provide her comfort or what but she 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 keeps on uh, hold on to them she she won't let them go uh, but the distress in hoarding disorder uh stems more from the consequences of hoarding and what happens is the clutter and the unsafe environment, along with the anxiety of having to uh, discard possessions, then it becomes a mental thing. And that's why I was saying about them people on that TV, I don't think they hoard. I think you just nasty as all outdoors and you don't want to clean your house. Now, let's go on argue about that. All right. So listen, I'm going to give you a couple of more, then I'm going to get up out of this, right? So OCD signs and symptoms, just because you have obsessive thoughts, or perform compulsive behavior does not mean that you have an obsessive compulsive disorder okay everybody don't have it even though i'm giving y'all these these examples just kind of break it down to make sure that you don't fall up under these categories right so with ocd these thoughts and behaviors cause tremendous distress it take uh, it takes up a lot of your time at least one hour per day mine is more than that right and it interferes with your daily life and relationships okay and this is a true story this is absolutely factual right so most people with obsessive compulsive disorder have both obsessions and compulsions but some people experience just one or the other in my situation i think and i i don't know when my, when my psych when i was going to the site he said i did have an obsessive um he said i had both he said i had an obsession um and a compulsive disorder so common obsessive thoughts on ocd include fear of being contaminated by germs i just talked about that or dirt con uh, contaminating others fear of losing control and harming yourself or others uh intrusive sexually explicit or violent thoughts and images excessive focus on religious or moral ideas not mm keep reading just fear of losing or not having things that you might need 
order and symmetry, the idea that everything must line up just right, okay? Superstitions, excessive attention to something considered lucky or unlucky, common compulsive behaviors um, of OCD, okay? So this is common. The first one I read was common obsessive thoughts of OCD. That was the thoughts. Fear of being contaminated, fear of losing control, intrusive sexual explicit, excessive focus on religions or moral ideas, fear of losing or not having things you might need, order and symmetry, superstitious, and um, excessive attention. That all falls up under the thoughts. Now we have the compulsive behaviors. It's a difference. You have the thoughts and the behavior. The the uh, the behavior is excessive double checking of things such as locks, appliance, and switches, appliances and switches, repeatedly checking in on loved ones to make sure they're safe. Now, I do that all the time, and everybody gets sick of me. I'm fine. I, what, I'm good. Why are you just making sure you're just checking in on you? Well, what are you? I'm good. I just talked to you. That's me. Okay, in my family, I tell you, I'm always doing that. I worry about everybody. Okay, um, counting, tapping, repeating certain words, or doing other senseless things to reduce anxiety. Don't I do it on this on the podcast? <laughs> Spending a lot of time washing or cleaning. That's me. Ordering or arranging things just so. That's me. Praying excessively or engaging in rituals triggered by religious fear. Ooh, I know somebody who do that. Accumulating junk such as old newspapers, papers, or empty food containers. That is the behaviors, okay? So I gave you the thoughts, and then I gave you the behaviors, okay? And listen, I'm laughing, but I, it is a serious situation because you if it's bad alone that you have it, but sometimes it can be shown in children, Symptoms in children. I'm going to give you symptoms in children. The onset of obsessive compulsive disorder usually occurs during adolescence or young adulthood or younger children or younger adulthood. I'm sorry. Children sometimes have these symptoms that look like OCD. However, the symptoms of a child and who has this disorder, such as ADHD or autism or Tourette syndrome, this can also look like an obsessive compulsive disorder. So, uh, uh, so you need to definitely go get medical treatment, go to a psychological uh, doctor, get, get an exam, whatever you, you need to, and get a, a proper diagnosis for your child. Because I don't want you to get ADHD and autism and uh, Tourette's uh, mixed up with um, OCD in children because it's, it's totally different. Okay. And then I'm going to, I'm going to talk about really quick how we can identify the triggers of it. The first step in managing this, this, this ugly thing is to recognize the triggers, the thoughts or situations that bring you to this obsession, Jessica, or this compulsion, record a list of triggers that experience that you experience each day. And the obsessions that provoke you. Now, I'm not doing that because I already see it. I, I see what I got going on. And then start rating the intensity of the fear or the anxiety you experience um, in, each, in each situation. And then um, the compulsion or mental strategies that you use to ease your anxiety. I'm going to give you an example of me. If you have a fear of being contaminated by germs, Jess, 
touching a railing at the mall might generate a fear of intensity of three. Whereas if I was to touch the restroom floor in the mall, that might generate a 10 and that might require 15 minutes of hand washing to ease my anxiety. Now, let me tell you right now, I ain't going to touch neither darn one of them. You understand me? Because I know they dirty. I'm not going to touch them. So I, so what I have to do, I have to start with something very minute that I know will, uh, that I'll be able to come over with. So I definitely not, not doing those two, (laughs) but I will keep track of my triggers and so that I can help uh, myself with these urges as they come. And by that, I'm, I'm uh, allowing myself to be able to anticipate the compulsive urges that will start coming or rising up in me because I'm able to see them now. I'm able to ease them when I realize it or my family, my daughter who lives with Pat. Now she helps me. Uh, Pat helps me. You know, we help each other when we see those um, isms getting ready to rise up. All right. Create a solid mental picture. And then make a mental note and tell yourself, Jess, the window is now closed or I can see that the oven is turned off. And when that urge for me to get my behind up arises, then I'll find it easier to derail myself back into that room and just realize and say to myself, this is just it's just an obsessive thought. Jessica, go back into your room because, see, I'm identifying and I'm recording these triggers. I'm going to write it down. And so that's what I've been doing, writing down my triggers like I won't sleep all night because I think somebody coming in the house. Okay, because of my OCD compulsions, I'm learning to resist them, but they are very hard. It seems it seems like, oh, that that doesn't seem hard. It is hard when you're a person that deals with it on a constant basis. But the more people try to avoid it and not deal with it, the scarier they get or the situation gets worse. So don't downplay it when somebody has that issue. Some people laugh as a child. She have OCD, but OCD is mental, y'all. It is very deep and very mental. My um sister, I remember one time my sister said, or what was my brother? Um, said to my because my mama was they were coming over here and my mom said yo you know Roxanne's not with her house and my brother said what is she she got OCD my mama said yeah like yeah it's really it's really bad and it requires it requires you to to be able to control it taking the fears and and dealing with the the the, the frustration of it is very hard and I'm learning I'm using the tools that I do have and I'm making them work for me. And I am taking 10 minutes out of my day some days to work on the things that have me so bound. And 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 they, the old people used to say, well, you need to be prayed for and, and somebody need to pray over you. I, I have been prayed for and it still hasn't gone away because of the fact that that's who I am. And and I wanted to I want to release it, but it's hard. It's hard to change the way that you have been for so darn long. So I just wanted to let you guys know that OCD, um, it typically takes over families, but it doesn't have to take over your family. If, if you have a person who is battling this disease, this mental issue, if you have somebody that, if you know somebody um, that, first of all, if you do know somebody, be kind and be patient with that person, okay? Each person suffers differently. And if they're suffering from that, it's something that it's a problem that they are trying to overcome. And it's something that they will need help with. OCD 
is is not easy to get rid of. So don't get aggravated with them because they are doing the things that they do. Prime example. I'm going to tell you this and I'm going to get off. I don't use, I don't like using the utensils at the restaurants. And some people say they're, they're the cleanest things. And I'm quite sure they are clean, but it's not the fact that I think I'm better than nobody. It's my, and I've never told nobody this. It's the fact that I suffer from OCD. I suffer from that. And even when I, we went somewhere and the people did not have um, utensils. I asked the, the people for hot water. Now listen to this. Hot water. I dipped me, Pat and I's uh, civil war in the hot water. Not only did I dip it, I pulled it out. I had my sanitizer. I put sanitizer on it and I put it, I dipped it back in the water, took it out. And then I didn't even wipe it on the, 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 um, the, um, the napkin. I wiped it on my clothes. Now that's just who I am. And I'm, and I'm trusting that I will be delivered from this. And I have been crying out for help because, um, and my honey is helping me uh, with this, but it's it, sometimes it get worse than that. You guys. So again, just be patient and keep the communication positive and clear when you're speaking with someone who has this OCD, don't be so judgmental. And so quick to, to, to make a, a nasty comment about it when you don't even know what this person is going through and why they do the things that they do. Communication is important so you can find a balance between being able to support that person that you love. If you love that person, then you got to be patient with them. You got to understand that this OCD symptoms um, that they are going through is hard for them to release. So let it go. Let don't don't be so hard on them. Eventually they will get get better and if they don't get better get them some help. And there are p- places out there that can get uh that can help them. There are people that can help them, okay? Thank you guys so much for allowing me to uh pour into you about my OCD. I call it OCDism. Um but it is my obsessive compulsive disorder um that I battle with. And again, I'm going to tell you what it is so you'll know for the people that don't know, it is an, an anxiety disorder, anxiety disorder, okay, that is characterized by recurrent obsessions or compulsions, you guys, or both that cause significant distress, okay? And these are time consuming or interfering, uh, they, they interfere with our normal daily functionings of our life. And the thing is, sometimes we don't even recognize that we are doing what we are doing. We are we are doing things that we are not mentally okay doing on purpose. So be mindful when you're dealing with a person who has obsessive compulsive disorder. Again, thank you so much for uh, listening to me and letting me uh, jibber jabber on this, (laughs) on this Thursday morning. Listen, I appreciate you guys for allowing me to be so transparent in my growth. I am growing because I'm able to talk about these things that have been built up inside of me for so long. And thank you for being listening ears. Thank you so much uh, for being able to just sit up under me with my just my jacked up self and my messed up self. And y'all still 
holding on. Listen, you can catch me weekdays. I am here. I am here every day. I start exactly at 5 a.m. You can catch me on all. Listen, let me let me just go back. I'm I'm supposed to be here five days a week unless something else happens. But listen, you can catch me on all of my uh, major outlets. I have Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Alexa, Kindle, and SoundCloud. I have a website. It is www.justjust.com. And I have social media. It's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Make sure you guys are liking and subscribing and do me a big, big favor. Tell a friend who already got a friend who already know a friend about the Just Just Morning Motivation Podcast show. Y'all understand me? Listen, I'll be back on Thursday with a new, different topic. All right. Y'all enjoy your day. And I am out. This has been a Morning Motivation Just Just podcast with Anchor FM. Tune in weekdays, Monday through Friday, starting at 5 a.m. for the Morning Motivation with Just Just.